This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, one thing you can rest assured of, uh, nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to cover the... Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus split like your friends, Team Cobra, right? <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Do we want to do um, like a Cobra gang or conspiracies by Cobra with this, or do we just want to get right to Let's it? Let's just get right to it. Liley. Liley, of course. Well, I don't know what their relationship really was, but here's the truth. There's a lot of lies going on around the ending of Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth relationship. There's and, a lot of PR going on right now. Yeah. Lies, propaganda, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. Um, but I think it's at this point, remember, we when we first learned this relationship, it ended, it was made official over the weekend. And we sort of said, there's gonna, we're going to be on a journey now. And the journey is going to be to find out, like, who is telling what story and why. Yeah. And um, you have two people involved in a relationship. You're probably going to have two sides to the story. That's not unusual. That happens typically, actually. It seemed very sort of innocent, generic, broad. We love each other. We still care about each other. We're not talking about anything. I'm living my own life. Things are good. Don't worry about me. That has changed. We have now turned a corner in this relationship or post-relationship. And I think we are definitely in the he said, she said territory with this particular um, narrative, Colleen. Absolutely. So the new narrative that has started to emerge is one that basically says it was not Miley's decision to end this marriage, or rather, it wasn't Miley's fault. Isn't that interesting, though, too? Before, and we before we get to the he said, she said, isn't it interesting that there are competing narratives for who is at fault in oh. the year 2019? Because since when... In an, any adult relationship, is anyone truly at fault? Okay, so when you say that, I think that is an evolved human being who has examined how relationships work and understands that in any relationship, both parties contribute to the greater goodness or badness of a relationship, yeah. right? The truth is, and, I, and I'm sure you know this, I've heard it happen before, oftentimes when people get divorced... People are looking for like what the one reason why yeah. was. Somebody cheated. It's somebody never lied. one reason, no. people. It usually is a constellation of things that all came together. Maybe there was one precipitating one precipitating factor. factor, but likely there were a lot. The relationship was probably very broken to begin with. But it is human nature to go, whose fault is this? Who left who and why? And when we try to figure out um, who's telling us what, we look at tabloids and publications. And whenever you see things coming from places like TMZ and people, you can rest assured those are probably coming from 
inside the house. The call Meaning is coming from inside the house. PR teams, p- publicity. You can generally assume that these are credible sources connected with an individual. However, that doesn't mean what they're telling us is true, but at least it gives you something to go on. And here's where we're at. Let's start with TMZ. Okay. Sources with direct knowledge of the breakup. It's kind of vague term, but yep. still are telling radical different, radically different stories. Now, let's start with she said. Sources from Miley's side tell TMZ that she tried valiantly to save the marriage, and the deal breaker was that Liam was drinking a lot and using certain drugs, and she wanted no part of that, especially since she has struggled with substance abuse in the past. So that's the she said. Right. She was working hard, but he wasn't. He was partying. He wasn't paying attention to her feelings about that. And ultimately, the straw that broke the camel's back was that he would not stop partying and she had to peace out. Yeah. Now, what is his side saying? uh, Sources from his side, that is Liam's side, are calling B to the ass, saying that uh, the drug and alcohol claims are designed to mask What they say really destroyed their marriage, they claim infidelity on the part of Miley Cyrus. Uh So now, of course, you know she was making out with Caitlin Carter uh, in Italy last Friday, though um, Miley's people make it clear that they'd broken up long before that ever happened. However, we'll wait for it. Liam's people are like, not so fast. Uh, He begs to differ. As one source put it, quote, this is another attempt by Miley to distract from her infidelity and recent outrageous public behavior. So that really is setting things up as a he said, she said, black and white, like one of these people is lying because both of these things can't be true. Absolutely. Uh, You know, let's take it a step further. Let's check out another tabloid, People Magazine, which again, People Magazine, you usually know that that is being published directly from a press release. Yeah. That's just how they operate these days. They used to do a little more hard-hitting journalism. No longer. Uh, they say that, indeed, this was all due to Liam's partying ways. Even though people perceive Miley Cyrus as the wild child, uh, she is at, was actually the one that was calm in comparison to his partying. According to a source... Everyone always thinks Miley's problematic and immature and a hardcore partier while he is a chill surfer dude. But that's actually not accurate. Liam parties with his friends and Miley thinks that he should have grown out of that by now. Okay. And then goes on to say she's always been very supportive of him when things get dark, but it's tough. That's something that's weighed on Miley in their relationship. He also lashes out at her. And he hates the attention that their ups and downs bring. So he's angry. He drinks. Yeah. He parties too much. So there really is a push. Whoever is speaking is is giving Miley's side of the story and saying that my uh, you know Liam is not what he appears to be on the surface. Absolutely. And I will say there's two two ways to read this. Like both seem plausible, right? Um, you know, I will say that my instinct says I think a lot of this sort of partying. Um, wild child characteristics that are applied to Miley is very much like a fabrication solely for the purpose of selling albums. I think that's a part of her image and it's probably blown or amped up um, 
inflated, overblown, I guess is the word, um, you know, to create this image of her. So I tend to think that she's probably not as party hardy on the outside. And I actually just see her getting high with some friends watching like Mean Girls over and over. Right. Like, I feel like that's my just sense. But that's the sense I have based on. You know, the evidence I have in front of me, which is just, you know, what the tabloids want me to think. Right. That's so what I'm saying to you is I think both of those things are plausible. And in those cases, I think the important thing to do when you're discussing celebrity relationships and how they're covered in the media is who benefits from what and why. Like, those are the questions where I think um, I'm interested in finding out now, you know, what's really going on, because I could believe that, sure, Liam is, you know, actually the hot mess. It's just that his persona publicly is that he's sort of quiet and surfer dude. Right. And the part of that last story I read you, you know, if he parties, whatever, right? It's the lashing out part that is meant to make him look very bad. Now, how about this? Let's head on over to another tabloid. Page six. Okay. Tell me which side you think this is coming from. Okay. It's not hard. You will pass this quiz. Liam was heartbroken and blindsided by the photos of Miley Cyrus kissing Caitlin Carter at a hotel pool on Lake Como, Italy, that appeared online on Sunday after they announced the end of their marriage. Quote, they're still married. They really did love each other. She's really immature and always has been. Okay, so that's clearly coming from somebody who wants you to think good things about Liam and not Miley. Um, What I would say, um, what was I going to say about that? So here again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this sort of descent into, you know, he said, she said with uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. I, I don't buy that story. For some reason, it, it just strikes me that like, you he would know who Miley is from the moment he got involved with her. And this is knowing I feel her, like we said that from the jump. Knowing her as a person and knowing her as a public persona, you signed up for that. So thinking you're gonna change that, I don't think that sounds credible to me because if that were the case, he would have bailed a long time ago. And in fact, those are the kinds of stories we heard like the first time, the second time they bailed on each other was like, she's too much of a partier and she's blobbity blue. Like that's that I just kind of think is, you know, crap. It's a distraction <laughs> is what it is. Yes. Yeah, it's um, I don't I don't find there to be anything in there that strikes me as particularly on point or interesting. Another source said Liam is one of the kindest, gentlest people out there. Uh, him being wild or drunk or deadbeat is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and they say that those booze claims are a hundred percent a distraction from Miley's actions. And then the source goes on to say Miley was unfaithful. Now here's what I think is really interesting. This is the thing to pay attention to because this is the next phase, the bickering about exactly when they split. Mm-hmm. Because Liam's camp will make it sound like all of this happened before they split. Her camp will make it sound like she waited until they had split up and then they'd been split up for a very long time. And then she started seeing 
Caitlin Carter. Yeah. So that's where the bickering is going to end up. And again, that is a, so I think what we have here are two things. There is the fight for real. If indeed there is one, I don't know that there is a fight between them, but we do have a fight for narrative or publicity, right? We have a fight for, um, two people who live and work in the public spotlight. They need to protect their images. So they don't want to come off as, I mean, just look at any actual celebrity hot mess meltdown, like Charlie Sheen, um, Johnny Depp, like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, like they're trying at this point to protect their image because those impressions stick. Yep. And those impressions, while you may think are just tabloid fodder for people who have nothing better to do than think about other people's lives, that influences what people are able to to do with their careers, meaning jobs, money salaries and i would argue that it that that a bad reputation in that regard is worse for an actor than for a miley cyrus certainly because that's been sort of her her public image this is why it's almost a little too pat and that's why i'm saying there is the fight right now really is going for it's like a battle of public um you know their public persona it's not what's really going on behind the scenes because i feel like these two have had a relationship away from the cameras, um, if at all, in a way that we're not privy to. And right. They never played out in public. The thing that's playing out in public right now is very much like, you know, is she a cheater? Is he, um, you know, an abusive uh, drinker or yeah. something? You know, yeah. like I'm just boiling it down to stereotypes. But that's, I think, the phase that we're in right now. And that doesn't depend on reality. It doesn't matter almost what's really going on. No. Um, I will say we're fascinated with what's really going on, and that's where I think we start to look bet- read between the lines and ask ourselves, like, is it just fascinating that the story they're trying to tell us about Miley Cyrus seems plausible and kind of, you know, perfect for her brand? Right. That she's like a free love. Like, of course she's going to be making out with a woman on a yacht because yeah. she's pansexual. That's what she does. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with Elizabeth Reese on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hi, friends. Hello. Okay, if you have your Miley Cyrus and Caitlin Carter tracker on, it would tell you that they are back in Los Angeles after their cozy Italy trip. Are they cozy in LA? They're just in a car. Oh, that's cozy. Yeah, Caitlin cozy Carter coop. is in the passenger seat, and then Miley Cyrus is driving, and it looked like they weren't, you know, making out like they were in the Italy pictures, but they're not on vacation anymore. Sometimes people who make out do other things, too. Besides just making yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Miley Cyrus, of course, recently separated from her husband, Liam Hemsworth, and... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Caitlin Carter recently split from her husband or boyfriend. I guess they weren't married. Brody Jenner. Right. So actually, that's actually a story in and of itself because mm-hmm. they had a ceremony. Oh, but they didn't. But they never get legally married. got married, That's right. which actually begs the question. Nobody really knows this about Liam and Miley. Yeah, they right. had a ceremony. But right. Anybody for been. that matter. Right. That's true. And anybody. Right. And frankly, I mean, why Who really not? cares? Who really cares? If it were up to me, I wouldn't have it be a legal situation being married. Do you want it in the eyes of the law that do you have to be married? I don't know. I think instead of I allowing mean, if you everyone get a bunch to, of protections, you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why. But I'm saying instead of allowing everyone to get married, they should have just said that nobody should get married legally and that should just be nothing. It's just fine. I would also <laughs> like a pony. I mean, if we're going for things in a perfect world. I'd also yes. like to eat macaroni and cheese every single day and not oh, gain a single ounce. Which that's, uh, yeah, me don't even get me too. started. What a joy that or would be. Or if we could right? just live in a world where we can be whatever size we are and who cares. Yeah, I know. The problem is that I get into certain situations and I don't feel great. So then I just yeah. want to eat the mac and cheese but still feel yeah. great. Here's okay. what I think you need. You need some kind of thing where the food comes into like your esophagus. Yeah. And then when you're done, it's just like you empty out a... Like bucket or something. You just ruined my whole wow. fantasy. You just destroyed it. I was trying to be practical with your <laughs> fantasy, which is not a good thing. Never. Is. And while we're at it, I would like to cha- make some changes to the work week. I think the work week should be two days, and the weekend should be five. That's also, but great. that seems you know plausible. those. I since we're all getting requests, we yeah. are getting requests. I think that's really impressive. <laughs> and I would like a boat and a boat. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco and her husband Carl Cook still don't live together after more than one year of marriage. Very Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah, we're unconventional. She says, we're building our dream house and we're eventually going to be under the same roof forever. I bet that their dream house includes two separate wings. Uh, probably. Don't have to know, actually live which together. would probably be good for a lot of people's marriages. Agreed. Speaking of, and again, this all goes back to the same thing with what you just said about, you know, like uh, whether celebrities are legally married or not. They don't really care, probably need it financially or otherwise. They so like when it whether it's Goop, whether it's Kaylee Cuoco, like they don't need to live in the same house because they are rich enough to afford two homes. Right. They don't need to do things the way you and I do them because they have infinite. Well, marriage is for us. The poor privilege. (laughs) Marriage is for the poor. Yes. And just being coupled is for the rich. You're totally right. I mean, and when you think about it, if you if you were a person of a ton of means, you had a lot of money, and you had your own thing going on, would you want to legally be married? I would immediately go with no. I would not want to be legally married because I think it complicates things it, when it when it comes to breaking up, when it comes to all of that stuff. Just the same way I think like if I, I have kids, and if something ever, God forbid, happened to my husband, I would never marry again. Because I would be, I wouldn't be opposed to being in a relationship or having a companion, but I wouldn't marry again because I don't want anyone else to have any legal control over anything that I have. 
which might say something about things that I need to work oh, on. I think we're therapy. learning a lot more about you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. keep talking, Elizabeth. But I get it. I think us, it just like complicates it. stuff. I mean, these people, and you know what also happens when these celebrities, when they get divorced, it's not just about losing money if they split up. It's about all the stuff that comes out during the divorce proceedings. You know, how do we get all of our information? It's depositions, it's filings, right. it's stuff like that, that if you don't have a legal marriage, you never even have to think about. So have your beautiful ceremony and commit to each other spiritually. Yeah. And then go forth and enjoy, you know, a duplex where you live side by side. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Whitney Port is dishing on some really interesting stuff. Ooh. She says she turned down Leonardo DiCaprio because she was too nervous to have a one night stand. She yeah. is admitting that this is one of her biggest regrets <laughs> in a podcast. I that is wow, that's a lot right there. That Whitney Port reality tv star yeah a uh, 10 years ago remember this was her she's yes. 34 now so this would never happen now because leo does not date above 34 yeah so she's but aged out of leo she was 24 at the time and that she um, was propositioned by leonardo dicaprio and she said no she turned down his advances after six months of texting and um she was talking about this in a podcast and she said i've been dying to tell people this story for ages and i feel like whenever i tell it to friends nobody believes me and it was when whitney um walked up to Rihanna at a club and then found out that Rihanna was a big fan of the city. And remember that was the spinoff oh, of the yes. Hills. That was not and then a Leonardo long DiCaprio was there and came up and said, um, and kind of said like, I missed last week's episode. And so she could believe that he watched it too. And then there was phone numbers exchanged and then there were um, text messages. I think exchanged. it just means she has good taste. I don't know. It's kind of funny that I think it's funny that she says it was a regret I, that she turned it down because now she probably looks back and been like, I was taking that so seriously and I should have right. just been like, boom. And then I could have been like, I hooked up with you. You could have been DiCaprio. washed out or, you know, washed up like any one of the other women. Yeah, that exactly. He's, like run through but the But for her, it would have been like a little notch on her belt, I guess. That's you know, how the table to lose. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need somebody to play the thirty second pop culture challenge. Thirty seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize on my talk one zero seven one. We are going to give you thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk one zero seven one, streaming live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Britt on the line. And what is Britt playing for? Britt is playing for a big fat pair of the U's. Movie tickets to go see The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is at AMC Theaters right now. Great. Britt, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I'm ready. Okie doke. Here we go. What color is the Pokemon Pikachu? Yellow. What is the weapon of choice for Jedis? Lightsaber. Olivia Newton-John is from what country? Australia. Jamie Foxx won his Oscar for portraying what music legend? Ray Charles. Remy and River Rose are the kids of which singer? Oh, um... It's Kelly Clarkson? Yes! How did you know that? What? Wow! Oh, wow. 
congratulations. I don't know where she pulled that out. No kidding. Thanks for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge and enjoy that movie. Uh, And now that, wow, that was impressive. I would not have known that. I was like trying to think of a quick hint to give her and I couldn't think of anything. Neither could I. I mean, I was waiting for a moment like this, but some people wait a lifetime. That's so true. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to engage your punny tactics. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've finished that 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the item. Wrapped up like a... in in line. Oh, thanks for doing the censored version. Even though, isn't what is it? What are the real lyrics? Revved up like Like a a douche. Douche. Deuce. I'm sorry, deuce. (laughs) Well, you know. All right, so we got a celebrity gossip mystery to solve in the form of a blind item today. So, Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. So, I've got a few friends who are well placed professionally by virtue of our career choices. PR. PR and uh, during a lunch outing whilst visiting my in-laws in London, it transpired that the nobility is abuzz with a rumor that our favorite naughty royal may have known the former oh, actress. Yes. And had a go himself prior to the marriage. OK, so I'm assuming for the sake of discussion, this is Prince Andrew and Meghan Merkel. Give yourself a ding, Bradley. Yes. Oh, that read, is big. Read that item. And I'm not talking about. I'm okay. just saying. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so somebody working in the world of PR was out at lunch during a visit with their in-laws in London. And it transpired that the nobility is abuzz with a rumor that Prince Andrew may have known Meghan Markle and had a go himself prior to her marriage to Prince Harry. Colleen? Yes. Why does that sound so plausible? Because we have uh, it on good authority that Meghan Markle was uh, engaged in the recreational activity called yachting, where she would be there for the entertainment of very rich people. Yeah, she would be, uh, you know, riding on a big fancy yacht and interacting with very wealthy individuals who were paying for the experience. Yep, and to be entertained happened, by, yeah. While she was there, would maybe be up to her and between yeah. her and an individual or two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so Wait, I am question. so. I, because I, sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I was literally just going to say, I can't believe we haven't tried to connect these dots before right? because the reason all this is relevant, you guys, is remember that um, Prince Andrew has been rumored to be um, having inappropriate relationships. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Sexually assaulting. Um, women, um, or at least paying for sex with women. I guess I don't know the specific charges against him, but he's been connected to the allegations surrounding uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. And so that's why you have credibility on that side. And then we've also got all the blind items about Meghan Markle. And that's why I say I can't believe it's taken us this long to connect those dots. So then my question was, did he go to their wedding? I know Fergie wasn't there. Was Prince Andrew at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. I don't know. Interesting. I'm not sure. I can't confirm I that. I know that uh, Beatrice and Eugenie were both at the wedding. His yep. daughters with Fergie. Let me just take a closer look at this photograph here. Uh, yeah, because 
I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's there. Oh, is yep, he? There he is next okay. to Kate and next to one of his daughters. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Right in the front row. A little awkward, huh? Very it's like, awkward. Oh, have fun with her. Ugh. Oh, God. Well, let's do another blind item. Blinded by the item. All right. Um, let's come back to the world of uh, entertainment here. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. The foreign-born former A-list boy bander was never offered the role everyone is saying he turned down. Uh-huh. It was a way to save face, and no one is ever going to say he wasn't offered it because they might need him down the road for something else. So two uh-huh. things to solve. The former A-list boy bander and they. So that would be uh, Harry Styles, right? Is the boy they, bander? Yep. Okay. And the Under the Sea mermaid show that would be called the little mermaid thing, yeah. yeah and then they being disney disney yes exactly let me fill in the blank for you so harry styles was never offered the role of prince eric in the little mermaid it was a way to save face these stories denying or that harry styles turned down the role and no one is ever going to say he wasn't offered the role because disney you know might need him down the road for something else so uh, they want to keep it makes it. him look like he is being considered for roles of this stature. Exactly. Yep. Certainly you don't want to tick off Disney as a, you know, potential employer. No, because they join or they own Own everybody. Yeah. Yay. Ha ha. Okay. All right, moving on. Another blind item for you, Colleen and Bradley. Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. As I told you weeks ago, there is no way this cable network was going to change the name of their Icon Award to something generic or remove the A++ lister from the name. Now the cable network has confirmed there will be no change. Oh, that's got to be MTV, MTV and Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson Video Dang. Vanguard Award. Bye. Yes. Bye. Let me fill in the blank. So as I told you weeks ago, there was no way MTV was going to change the name of their Michael Jackson MTV VMA Video Icon Award, like remove the name or change it to something else. And now MTV has confirmed there will be no change. Missy Elliott is going to be receiving the Michael Jackson Video Icon uh. Award. And it was announced as such earlier this week. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it's a okay. We take these things too seriously. Yeah, well, we do. That's for sure. In both ways, in both directions. Yeah. Meaning, on the one hand, who cares what it's called? Right. On the other hand, who cares what it's called? (laughs) What I mean by that is, like, from the perspective of people who think, like, um, they should change it, okay, we should do a lot of things differently. In the grand scheme of things, though, is this really the thing that you want to, like, of the Michael Jackson concerns that we have, is MTV's decision to name this particular award after him the issue that you want to, you know, go after? And on, in the, the flip side, um, what was the flip side? On the one hand, <laughs> the people who named it the award... On the other hand... While you're thinking about that, because here's the angle that I think about, is Missy Elliott is going to get the award. It's a huge... I mean, it's an honor, I'm sure. But I think about, like, does Missy Elliott want to be aligned... Not just Missy Elliott. Do people who earn and receive this award want to be aligned with an award that also honors Michael Jackson? I mean, I think that that's a valid question. I don't know. 
I get your point. It's like, who cares? What, it's all awards are if fake anyway. If you care about Michael Jackson, who cares if they change the name of the award? If you care about the award, who cares if it's, or if you don't care about the award, why do you care that it's named Michael Jackson? That's a good do you point. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think it's just a low, it, it just seems like a low importance. Yeah. Like, we it's don't It's just a really buzzy need, thing. It's yeah. not if a big deal. Upset about Michael Jackson. Maybe go advocate for the victims. Right. Good point. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. On that note, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to talk about Shamila. I like to call him Shamila or Shame. Yeah. La. Yeah. We're going to talk about Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez after this on my Talk 1071. Uh, we got to talk about Shamila, Sham, Ela. It's one of our. I see what you uh, did there. Thank you. Latest publicationships on the. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. Publationship. What's a publationship? It's a relationship used for the purposes of publicity and career advancement, often as uh, expressed or uh, portrayed by celebrities and other famous people. Good job. Correct. Second question What is a Shamila? That is uh, Sean Mendez and Camila, Camila Cabello. Now, Camila, Camila Cabello. We've been paying attention to this sham of a relationship that we call Shamila uh, since it was, I don't know, speculated that the two of them were in a relationship just following the release of their single, Senorita. And, um, but they've never confirmed their relationship. So I just saw this today and I was like, oh, it's this is textbook, okay? Because Cosmopolitan did an entire article that is worthless to read, but is based on one Instagram post by Sean Mendez. The Instagram post is of Sean Mendez happily playing his guitar on stage. Okay? Smiling, looking fine as hell. But the caption is, I've never been happier. Thank you. Well, Cosmopolitan got a hold of this and was like, Sean Mendez has never been happier because of his relationship with Camila Cabello. You know, he didn't say anything about any Camila Cabello. <laughs> you know, look, I was about to have an attack because people are so lazy. <laughs> this world is so lazy, you guys. When it comes to pop culture and celebrities, here's the, this would be so easy for you to uh, and I to show up every day. Okay. Read me that thing again, and I'm going to show up the way that I think most tabloids and okay. pop culture enthusiasts show up. Okay. Here's the caption to the Instagram post of Sean Mendez looking fine, uh, playing his guitar and smiling. I've never been happier. Thank you. 
Ooh, do you see what he's doing there? He's being like mysterious about the love that he's been feeling with Camila Cabello, but he hasn't really had the chance to express it for so long. And now, look, it's just dripping. It's out there. They're playing with us, just like they're playing with each other's emotions and fantasies and passions. <laughs> like, this is just like they could not make it easier, Sean and Camila's people yep. for you to buy this trash. Exactly. Because if you go through every single public sort of like titillation bit that they've dropped on us, they're just, we are awash with, with Shamila bits. bits. <laughs> We've been sprayed with Shamila bits. <laughs> sorry. Okay, that got gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying like all of, there is no, like they're coy with every single thing. And if you want me to believe it's because they're being coy, um, f- like for any other reason other than it's not real, but they 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 want to play off of that, but not admit it. That's because they don't want to get caught when we all learn that it wasn't real. Yes. Right. They don't want to have egg on their face. So they're doing all these things like like, for example, she says to him uh, on his birthday, like. Uh, what was the phrase again? It was like, I love you or uh, I love love this this human, this human. I love this human heart emoji. And it's a picture of, um, I think it was the picture of him doing her hair. Okay. Sit with that. There is nothing romantic about the things that they're expressing. It's very, it's just so when you look at it for what it is, it's like two friends who are playing us all. Yes. And they know exactly what they're doing yes. with a wink and a nod. Yes. And anybody, the problem is we live in this world now where we're all like, I mean, it's partially our fault for making everybody look behind the curtain. You know, um, they, they are playing off of people's. They're serving up, they're baiting us and yeah. they're doing it masterfully. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That's what I get animated about. Yes. Absolutely. They're so baiting there it is. us. Masterfully, you got it, didn't you? I knew you'd done something, and I was trying to figure out what it was. But you know, Bradley, you saw this article in uh, Vulture that gave us a timeline of their publication. That's why I say because last night I spent way too much time going through this timeline in Vulture, and literally it says how to be a good friend according to Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, and I was like, wait a minute, how to be a good friend? Okay, so. I'm like, are we admitting that this relationship is not real? Like, where? what is going on with that statement? And literally what it is is just a timeline from going all the way back to July of 2014 when they met on, of all things, Austin Mahone's summer tour. Oh, Remember Austin Mahone? Yes, he was going to be Justin Bieber 2.0. But then Sean happened, right? Right. Uh, over a few short months, Austin and Camila date. While Sean learns to play the guitar. And then it just takes us through all of these things. And it's literally just a journey or a story of friends being friends. Like, honestly, I don't know what his sexuality is, but it reads very much like he's her gay best friend. Right. And they're like hanging out. He's like doing her hair. They're taking goofy photos together. Like they, they seem to really love each other like friends do. There is nothing intimate or sexual appearing about this relationship when you go through this timeline, which, fine, I don't care. I mean, I'm happy for them to do whatever they want. But now they know exactly what they're doing. And did you know this? Because I don't even think we've considered this. She didn't break up with her boyfriend, her current boyfriend, until the end of June. 
So um, let's see here. That's like June 25th. That's two months ago. That's like less than two months ago. Sources confirm that Camila Cabello and Matthew Hussey, that was her. He's like that British relationship expert guy. The two of them broke up in June at the end of June. Okay. So they've been friends, Camila and Sean, this entire time while they were making this song. Now, you could probably try to tell me some story about how they fell in love while they were doing the thing and they were making out and she had to dump a man. No, like, I just don't buy it. No, nor should you. And that's why we are here to expose exactly how artfully they are baiting us. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, so what they're if it's exactly what you said before, Bradley, which is, they're not confirming it, not because, like, not because they're trying to, for no other reason than when this is all exposed or when they break up or when, you know, they decide to be public about the fact that they never, that they don't ever have to lie because they've never said we're yeah. together. It's all just, it's it's stuff you and I would say to each other. Like, totally. I love this human. Oh, like here, I'll read a tweet because yeah. this is exactly the what kind of dumb stuff we would like, say each other. Tweet is this Camila Cabello or and Colleen Sha- and Bradley? And Mendes or Colleen and Bradley? It's true because, like, here's a tweet. I mean, I, we can't do that because you'll know the answer. But Camila had tweeted to him in 2014. Sean, boy, I'm gonna miss you, man. You rock, but you would rock more if you laughed when I said uteruses before deuteruses. <laughs> you know, that's like, and I get it. People will be friends and then fall in love. That happens. I don't think that's what's happening here. You know, this is not what's Especially happening. because here's my tell right here, okay? Even when I was young, I was aware of this. If I was good friends with somebody, and I, I that would not be the person I would have the a hookup relationship with. Yeah. Because that would ruin the friendship long term. Yeah, because you'd say, I don't want to ruin this relationship that we've had all the way back to 2014. Yeah, exactly. That's not the part. And they started that relationship, their publicationship, saying that they were just ha- having some fun over the summer. Mm-hmm. They weren't. No. They're friends. We've just proven They're it to ourselves friends. again. Hey, uh, I got a question. What's your favorite breakfast food? 651-641-1071. What do you love for breakfast? Give us a call. We'll talk about that after this. My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.